RiskWatch is a due diligence and compliance podcast featuring interviews with leading compliance, investigations, and research professionals to shed light on global corruption and compliance-related issues. RiskWatch is brought to you by VCheck Global, a business-to-business provider of due diligence, background checks, employment screening, document retrieval, and specialized research of both business entities and individuals. Seth Harlan of VCheck Global here, joined by Sarah Walters, partner at McDermott, Will, and Emery. Sarah is a speaker at the 38th International Conference on the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. To begin, Sarah, what are you looking forward to most of the conference? So Seth, so Seth, this is a huge moment for anti-corruption enforcement and compliance. Anti-corruption enforcement has been ramping up for some time as both the DOJ and SEC, frankly, got better at working with their counterparts internationally, which is, of course, critical to their ability to bring FCPA cases. And they continue to issue a series of new policies encouraging self-disclosure. Now that the Biden administration has placed such a huge emphasis on this area of enforcement and specifically identifying it as a national security issue and is dedicating more resources to anti-corruption efforts, it's really important time to get together with our colleagues and other anti-corruption experts to discuss these issues. I'm actually particularly excited to get together with my fellow panelists to talk about the more creative ways that regulators are using the tools available to them under the FCPA to bring more cases. As a prosecutor, I was always looking to find new ways to address what I viewed as wrongful conduct. And we're seeing that now with the SEC's focus on the internal controls provisions of the FCPA, bringing cases where where there are no bribery allegations. And then on the DOJ side of things, we're seeing more and more corruption cases brought not just under the FCPA, but using other tools like the anti-money laundering statutes. And then of course, from a compliance perspective, that means that we need to focus where the regulators are focusing. And I'm really excited to talk about these issues uh, with other experts in the field. And then, of course, perhaps most importantly, I'm excited to have those discussions safely and in person for the first time in a really long time. Reflecting on the past year and a half, what pandemic-related compliance issues surprised you? Well, even while it seemed like the world was upside down, many of our clients continued to operate at full speed. And while they may not have focused on compliance issues in March of 2020, they quickly reverted and were looking for compliance advice. So I'm not sure it's so much of an issue, but after a brief pause, I was really gratified to see that everyone was immediately thinking about how remote work created new compliance challenges, and we figured out how to roll out new compliance tools and programs and conduct remote investigations as issues arose. As a practical matter, DOJ also wasn't pausing. Um, It updated its compliance guidance in the middle of the pandemic in June of 2020 with some really new point with some new points of emphasis, and we all really had to focus on those. And I think we rose to the occasion. In, in the legal industry, what's the prevailing attitude towards the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act and other globally relevant anti-bribery and anti-corruption statutes? So I, of course, personally focus on anti-corruption um, in my daily practice, and I'm working with clients of all shapes and sizes who are very focused on anti-corruption compliance right now. I think that across industries, that the, the industries that I work with, whether it be professional services, life sciences, healthcare, manufacturing, everyone is very focused on global expansion. And when coupled with the government's focus on anti-corruption enforcement, and what I expect will be even more collaboration internationally, 
I think it's safe to say that everyone realizes that these anti-corruption and anti-bribery statutes are going to be interpreted and enforced broadly, and everyone is very focused on compliance in that space right now. And finally, touching on environmental, social, and corporate governance compliance, or ESG, in the United States, what are your predictions for 2022? So I think it's going to continue to be a struggle to determine how to approach ESG and, most importantly, how to measure it. At this point, I think organizations need to think about it more holistically and not focus so much on how to quantify their ESG efforts unless and until there's specific guidance about that from regulators. I think this is an area where we all need to be learning from each other as well. The EU, for example, is well ahead of the U.S. in this space, and we can look to the EU for guidance and EU-based organizations for ideas on how best to address ESG. But I don't think we can just assume that we can adopt programs that comply with the EU guidance. We need U.S. regulators to engage on this issue beyond just general statements about increased focus in the area. And I think that's what we're really going to be looking for and hoping for in the year ahead. Thank you for your insights and enjoy the conference. 